Hello and welcome to the Decibel Boost Podcast, the official music podcast of the website Surreal Resolution. I'm your host, Robert, and I sure hope no beloved online satire websites got revealed to be milkshake ducks behind the scenes while we were off. Anyway, let me go check out Hard Times real quick. And with me, I have... Hello, friend. Want to see me drink this guy? And... Trying to find a 2023 in the elf with ton of shadows in the expose on a shitty video research and 2024 began with Cat Williams pretty much exposing uh, most comedians. Okay, I'm gonna need someone to explain that to me because I've only heard about the Cat Williams thing in passing. Okay, it was on the podcast, um, the, sh- the club Shay Shay, but the Shannon Sharp, uh, you know, the football player. Uh huh. Like it was like 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 the whole podcast. It, it was a two hour and forty five minute podcast, and then, okay, okay, thing is like Kate was pretty much ex- well spent a lot of tea on some comedians. Some we know, some we already know. I mean, like some TV already know, some we do know. Some it's like you know how like okay, like basically okay, like if here they fit on Steve Harvey, which you like to talk about how like how like you know he stole jokes from uh, Mark Curry, how like. On the Kings of Comedy tour, how they talked about how, um, you know, how him and Brady Mac was beefing, or at least after that they were beefing. That's why they didn't do another one of that. Which, well, which, 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 well, which, well, which, well which, which, Kings of Comedy, Bernie was the was the one that I laughed the most when we were watching that, and it also it also revealed that Sidney 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 Entertainer like stole some jokes, or at least stole he stole one of cast jokes and. He read a joke from designing women of all shows. Like, there, like, 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 there's a lot, like, 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 there's a lot of like, tea, like, there's a lot of like tea spill about you know, wait, ready to be, ready to be on Steve Harvey, such entertainer, Kevin Hart, um, again, Hart, like, basically, like, some, like, some, like, some say, like, okay, he called it out, he's being real. Some say he might be a bit, he, he might be a bit, um. Well, crazy. I don't know. I don't know. Like the thing. The thing is, like it was the like, kind of most, the most, the most entertaining thing we that that, that happened so far this year. <laughs> like it got like it got a lot of it got a lot of attention. Like, 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 like the whole podcast, the whole two hour and forty five minute podcast that long. That's that's like a that's like a Marvel movie long. Has over like almost around. From what I heard from last, twenty five million views on YouTube. <laughs> God damn! And yeah, like yeah, yeah like th- yeah, it was just it, it was just crazy. It was, it was just crazy, man. Like you, like <laughs> like it does have to it does have to work because it, it does like like you know like got some like pulls more things like you know like like the whole thing with with Harvey and Brady Mac and how like. How I mentioned that how how Steve tried to sabotage Bernie's career by you know trying to like I think there was one time that he 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 tried to steal his job from Ocean's Eleven that when he was on like I'll do it for cheap like <laughs> yeah yeah there, yeah there is a yeah yeah there, yeah even like the even like Dino's weird thing is like he got some people even Ludacris responded to a rap which okay God something Illuminati, that 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 whole stupid shit. Which okay, okay, okay. Like, there's a lot, there's a lot to go on with this. Like, yeah, which I, I'm I, not gonna fit. Yeah, we're we're probably gonna have to cut it in a bit. But like, 
I- I'm gonna have to bookmark that for later. Holy shit, that sounds wild. Yeah, yeah. The whole yeah, the whole thing is crazy. Like there are there are some clips you want shorter version of that, but the whole thing, yeah, it's on YouTube, but you want but they got like, you know, short you know, no, you know, short clips in case you ain't got the time that, that time, but yeah. Alright. So here we are, first episode of the year, episode three hundred and thirty three. How'd everyone spend their holidays? By doing very little and not much else, which is how I spend most of my days, really, because uh, there's not there's not much to do anymore. I also turned thirty, so I'm officially old. Oh God, that's that's what my roommates keep saying about me when I turn thirty. Technically speaking, I'm like the oldest one in the house now by like three months. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's all downhill from here, and uh, as, as a sort of coping mechanism for uh, our, our impending uh, doom and societal collapse. I spent the last couple weeks uh, re-watching all of Dragon Ball Z abridged. You know how it goes. You, you watch one episode, and another, and another, and then you end up watching every episode and all the movies and the specials, because I have not watched it in many years. When you get past what I call the nostalgic cringe era, like, you know, the first season, uh, half of the second season, you get deep into it, you forget how good it actually was, and that yeah, they made the right call to cut it when they did. Anything else would have been diminishing returns, but uh, just just go back to it, and you'll, you'll pick up some new stuff you didn't see when you first saw it when you were in high school, which is what I've been doing for the last couple of weeks, because, uh, Life's too short to be depressed about the world at large. There's only so much you can do. When when, when you come to terms with that, uh, your mind will thank you. Just just because. I don't know where I'm going with this, other than uh, just stop wallowing in despair, people. I might have to pencil in a rewatch of that myself. Yes, it's uh, very good. That's what I was looking at the very start. The uh, very gravelly... Uh, scratchy cell voice, if you couldn't tell. <laughs> yeah, I thought that sounded familiar. Anyway, uh, Mark, what about you? Well, my holidays has been, it's been, it's been, you know, up and down, like, like, of course, there's some family shit going on, but we're fine, in case, in case, that's one, that's what I was going to say about that, so yeah, we're, we're, we're doing all good. We'll see for my Christmas day, um, Let's see, uh, let's see, we went, we went to my other sister's house, you know, for, for some time, and, and spent, and, 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 and other than that, since what they watching, well, I watched both the Ray, the Ray 2, the Ray, the Ray, the Ray 2 for a little Christmas cheer, which, and never said Christmas like watching a bunch of people beat the shit out of each other in the most brutal ways. That's to forget that movie, those movies were fucking brutal, and damn, and, and damn. And and then and then remember how we how how fucking good those movies those, those movies are. Same like in the third one, although I think there's a oh, 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 I think there's a I think there's so I think there's a no one from the same director. There's there's another movie from the same director that's on Netflix that they did a while back. But anyway, yeah, anyway, yeah, like but, but, but anyway, yeah, like you know, just you know, watch the movie that you watch the movie or. You know, watching some worst stuff or best stuff list from any from any from ins, in, inserted insert favorite music YouTuber here, 
and yeah, and and yeah, and yeah, and I will. I mean, I will say, and I will say, wow, I've got a lot of days off. On one hand, that's good. On the other hand, on the other hand, I'm not, on the other hand, I'm, I'm not. I'm, I need money, which damn. Yeah. To get that yeah, brand, yeah, 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 end-of-year convention that I go to, Holiday Matsuri, which was a fun enough time. I I'm still very proud of the fact that amidst an entire flood of uh, weebs and dweebs of various types, I somehow stood out as Pickles the Drummer. There were, in fact, like six people who called me out, and they all spouted off Metalocalypse quotes to me. It was a fun time. Also, <laughs> uh, there was a very entertaining drag show where, uh, at one point, one of the performers did a routine set to the entirety of the 1989 Garfield holiday special. Huh? <laughs> Listen, it's a con. What else do you think is going to happen at those things? I mean, I could always talk about the 18 plus Final Fantasy burlesque show. <laughs> but I mean, obviously, like that, I, I like going to that con. It's it's a fun time. Also, I would like to point out that I saw a uh, Slipknot, Ghost, and Sleep Token cosplayers. That's like a holy trinity or something. Hmm. It was kind of funny that uh, the Slipknot cosplayer was Chris Fenn, even though they're not in the band anymore for uh, reasons. We might have talked about this a few times on the podcast last year. And then other than that, well, I mean, I did get plenty of uh, reading material and games uh, for the uh, holidays. So that's fun. Nothing else to add. So we're, now that all that uh, fun, formality intro stuff is over, we're going to move on to uh, the usual business, starting, of course, with the new song discussion for, well, about the past month-ish, whatever the most notable ones were. There's a few here. So as always, there'll be a playlist down in the description, so you can follow along with us and pick up some new tunes for your playlists and all of that stuff. So starting right here at the top, uh, with a name that I haven't heard from in about... Five, six, seven years. Uh, that being John Wayne, a rapper and producer who's had quite a lot of material out in his career, and he's e in addition to his own, you know, hip hop albums, he's also done production work here and there for the likes of uh, Homeboy Sandman and even Your Old Droog, which is how I found out that Your Old Droog had an EP called Yodney Dangerfield. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love these guys' names so much. <laughs> anyway, I was first introduced to John Wayne via his 2017 album, Rap Album 2, which uh, landed in my top 25 list for that year, and I still regard as some pretty essential hip-hop listening from 2017. In the meantime, he's mostly been busy making beats on YouTube for uh, his subscribers, both there and on Patreon, uh, under the channel named John Makes Beats. But uh, now he's got, like, a new single out with, you know, him rapping on it proper called No Joke. So uh, the beat here has this very kind of light, grooving bass and keys that you expect from, like, 
kind of like smooth jazz and lo-fi hip-hop production with the occasional dash of other sound effects like applause or something like that for a little extra texture and of course John Wayne's flow is still like a very like kind of mid to low deep voice against that kind of tempo and it's got some solid bars on here like they hear my beats it's like they're sucking on a lemon wedge they hear me rhyme it's like I told you man I'm never dead you're just a spreadsheet I excel at this so let's cry our tears because fuck it we ball bro I've been raw since I got that cease and desist from Marlboro you know, just some pretty <laughs> solid stuff all around. And if it's a sign of, I don't know, maybe a new project coming around, I wouldn't mind hearing it. It's been like, again, seven years. Well, I guess six years because I think he had a mixtape out in 2018. But either way, it's been a while. Hmm. All I can say it's nice, hazy, it's dope, it's very brief. And yeah, it's good to hear John Wade again. Like, even though I ain't found a guy in years, but like, oh, I, all right, it's good to hear, it's good to hear from him again pretty good all right now moving on to the next track here this one i decided to throw in just for a little bit of a fun curveball so when i was browsing the various year-end lists for 2023 from you know your pitchforks your stereo gums your spectrum pulses all that fun business actually i think spectrum pulses just came out but you get my point when i was looking at all like the music blog year-end lists one name that i saw keep coming up was uh a producer by the name of dj sabrina the teenage dj who's been releasing music <laughs> since about 2017 or so and her newest project destiny which is this four hour long dj mix that explores various sounds and textures in house music with a lot of overt plunder phonics elements so i decided to spend my uh, new year's eve when i was home alone uh listening to the whole thing Yes, I listened to the full four-hour version, and I really liked it. Mostly, it, it just gives your brain a lot of that good uh, sugary sweet serotonin and them good vibes if you ever need it. Don't worry, though. Uh, she does have an abridged version that's like an hour 40 minutes if you're uh, not insane enough to listen to an entire thing for four hours. I wonder what that says about me as a person. But anyway, now we have a new one-off single here from DJ Sabrina titled Anything Lost Can Be Found Again. And uh, my reaction here is pretty much the same as, like, a full project in that it's pretty much this note-perfect, feel-good dance tune with a lot of uh, catchy synth chords, electronic melodies and textures, and a really tight groove that helps support the song with all kinds of other samples and uh, soundscapes poking their head in and out from the various vocal melodies and spoken word samples to the saxophone and other twinkling melodic runs. It's a good vibe. It, it, it makes the brain feel happy and such. Oh yeah, well, yeah. I, I think there's some good vibes to this. Like, honestly, it's fucking long as hell. Which, then again, now that you mentioned that she has a that she has a four a, a four a four hour a four hour album in the first version, being half of that, at least half of that, like okay, you know what? You know, now I get this all along. But right, alright, it's a really good. Okay, I don't like this. I don't mind playing the background, which is pretty good. I dig it. Cool, cool. Now, uh. You want to go ahead with this next track, Mark? Yes. Yeah, we have to do because, because, because. Okay, so, I mean, okay, so this was next, well, okay, 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 right now, this is a, a friend new artist that, that, or, or artist, so, someone that, that previously known, um, about some weeks ago, amongst some weeks ago, Rob pointed me out something uh, on, on Twitter, to, uh, Twitter is a song called Mid Chocolate, which, 
features the likes of Bad Bad Not Good, West Side Gun, and Coming the Machine. <laughs> now, 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 if I say something about that, that song is dope. Which, yeah, 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 it's, it's dope. But the thing is, the main, the main feat, the main, the main artist, or at least the main thing, the main thing about it is, is from this collective called 1999 Right the Future. They're from 88 Rising, aka that one label that has all that, that has, that have people like, you know, Rich Brian and, and, and I want, and I want to say, and I want to say, hold up, is, um, Joji. Shit, um, Joji, yeah, he's, he's, he's on the label. I but think I so. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. They're like, okay, it's from 88 Rising. I can pause it down a while. Okay, and so they're like, okay, they're doing some new thing, and and lo and lo and behold, we got a second single out, or or third or or, or third or third because they they made all of them. So it's very different. This, this one is well very different because it if because it features it, it features um I dress, which. Oh yeah, yeah I, that that name sounds familiar. I actually um I heard about them on through uh TikTok of all things, just uh a random post from a mutual friend that had a song of theirs in the background. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah, from the guy and the track is called Run the Fade, which has, you know, well it's like, you know, it's like it's like well, you know, the first capitalization is like, you know, the first bit you'll see it. Yeah, it's like and, uh, oh. like think if you have the caps lock on, but you keep using the shift key anyways, like you're typing normally. Yeah, yeah. Now here's the thing where it's very different from the last for me from from Mint Chocolate is like okay, well, okay, okay, like that song is you no, know, you know, you know, okay, that song is more you know jazz, hip hop, basically you know everything you know, West Side Gun and Bad but Not Good and you know Indigo Zelda. This is more, I want to say more of grunge or the the. the Shoegaze? Yeah, that's, shoegaze? yeah that, shoegaze? that's the eye dress like, style. They do a lot of like grungy yeah. alt rock shoegaze type stuff. Which okay, which okay, which okay, that's okay, that's different to know considering like okay, that's a swerve at least one I got from this collective. I don't know who the fuck they are, but alright, and I'll say this basically what I what I like yeah, like what I heard of it's I mean, it's fine. I, it, it's fine. I like it well enough. Like, oh, I like it well enough. Like, I don't listen to this. I don't, like, like, I don't mind listening to this. I will say the most interesting thing about it is the music video, which, which features one and it features this one guy, uh, Tim Robinson from I Think You Should Leave, which that guy sounds familiar because I know I know that I know that face from anywhere. Yeah. It's the it's the. It's the hot dog guy. We're all trying to find the guy it's, who did this. Yeah, it's it's the guy. The, the yeah. guy I never see. It's his show. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember because I always do that meme. Was like, I did my part. I did, or, or was it him? I did my part. I did my part. I didn't do fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> which, yeah. Which, yeah you yeah, sure about yeah. that? You sure about that? <laughs> But yeah, but yeah, you got you get the video is well weird. It's it's well it's weird, it's weird as shit because you got a bunch of a bunch of metal, a bunch of metal uh, a bunch of metalhead basketball players or or whoever the, and some guy in the, some guy in a suit and a bunch of shit happening. I, I'm like, okay, okay, like okay, this is just like like 
like like I said, the songs are right by me. The songs are right, like I, the songs are right by me. Like I, I thought it was okay. Like again, I, I guess I guess in whatever whatever this collective is doing, I guess they're doing multiple genres because like you know because you know because know this is more shoegaze or it's more hip hop. It's like okay, that's that's a that's a that's a that's a that's a, that threw a curveball at at me to be honest. <laughs> but, but yeah, but yeah, it's like I wonder what they'll now. I'm kind of interested to see what what they'll do. The what next? What what next would be pop? Will it be I don't know, uh, vaporwave or shit? I, uh, it it sounds like a very weird cross between of all bands, Deftones and Oasis. Okay, okay. Give, give, give give your feelings about Oasis. I'm not sure. I, I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sure how how to fake that. I mean, I get Deftones. I heard they're good, but if they heard about Oasis, well, I mean, it's that it's that very wide, you know, uh, lucid uh, kind of vocals. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, yeah, that. I mean, I kind of like the song. If nothing else, uh, I'd say the vocals don't get on my nerves anywhere near as much as the fucking Gallagher's. Anyway, uh, moving on to the next track here. So, I watched uh, Crash Thompson's Worst Albums of 2023, and he gave an, a dishonorable mention slot to uh, Lil Uzi Vert's The Pink Tape. Ah, uh, God, remember that? That yeah. was an album. Yeah, I figure, I think, I want to say this, but I feel like we sort of gave it a group discussion, kind of, maybe. No, we all like, just sort of talked about it in bits and pieces because of just how weird I mean, it was. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, maybe it's why I say it because if if if, if I do it again, like you know, if I brought it up, it's like you know, what I mean, it felt like a ta- like a tag team shit. Like I said, it was a, like like I say, it, it was a sort of like I said, sort of meaning. Well, kind of, but not really. But yeah, you 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 get the point. Look, the point is the pink tape was strange it was a thing that existed but uh apparently it's not the only thing that uzi's got in the pipe as uh apparently they're working on a new project love is rage 3 that supposedly is going to be their last project before they retire air quotes i have my doubts about that sort of thing i mean come on you got to keep striking while the iron's hot well you don't got any more uh, system of a down covers in you Please don't tempt fate, Rob. I don't want to hear a terrible cover of, like, <laughs> spiders or roulette or, God forbid, aerials. Listen, you say that, okay. but I feel like Crash already tempted fate by making the aerials joke. Uh, but- just, just, just no auto-tuning on Streamline, okay? No one needs to hear that. <sighs> anyway, so... We don't really know when Love is Rage 3 is officially happening, but in the meantime, we have a new single from Uzi called Red Moon, and uh, I'll say the most interesting part of the song here is the instrumental, because, well, okay, like, I guess half interesting, because, like, half of it is, like, the usual, you know, modern trap production type thing, and the other half has a mix of this uh, drum and bass percussion... And an interesting choice of sample, uh, this being from an indie pop duo called Kafune and their 2019 single Tech It. 
which I do remember uh, actually being decently viral on TikTok back in 2022, uh, one of the few times when TikTok actually gets it right and makes a decent song go viral. Seriously, if you haven't heard the original, check it out. It's a pretty gorgeous indie pop rock thing. So it mainly just kind of samples like the chorus, the the I walk the moon part of it. I'm I'm not going to sing because I'm not a singer, but like, you know what I mean? Meanwhile, the vote flow and lyrics and stuff are just kind of like the usual, uh, you know, sad boy Uzi fare of melancholically fretting over a changing, possibly dissolving relationship performed in the usual way where it's not really all that interesting or exciting. It's just there. I mean, at least the beat's half all right, but otherwise it's an Uzi song. Yeah, I got not much to say about the song. It's well, I mean, thinking I got to say about Uzi in general, but yeah, the yeah, the, yeah, we, yeah, the beats are right. Uzi does what Uzi does, and well, yeah, 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 it, it, it happens. Anyway, moving on to the next track here. So uh, we have a few more formalized details now about the final studio album from the band Sum 41 before they decide to finally call it a day. Uh, as we've mentioned, the title is called Heaven X Hell. Uh, you know, the X being contained in colons, like some Kingdom Hearts game title or something. Uh, <laughs> it's due out March 29th, and it's structured as a kind of double album where one half is a throwback to the pop-punk roots of stuff like, you know, all killer, no filler, and that sort of thing. Whereas the back half is more rooted in aggressive metal akin to stuff like Chuck or even some of their more recent material. And of course, over the holidays, we got single number two titled Rise Up, which definitely comes from that back half as it brings all this energy in full force with a lot of aggressive driving drums with those heavy punk D-beats, the very bitter lyrics clapping back at someone that Derek possibly had a falling out with, the switches between like the standard... um heavy tempos and stuff to these very in-your-face triplet grooves with some very notable screams and power behind them. You know, I was re-listening to some, uh, some 41 today earlier, especially a lot of the heavy stuff, and it's like, they're shockingly good at being heavy at times, so I'm listening to this like, here's hoping this is more and more of that good shit. At the very least, it sounds like they might be able to go out on a decent note with this one. Uh, you know, whenever I hear songs from this band that run the range from solid to pretty good, which is pretty much most of their catalog, it reminds me that, yes, this band actually does have good songs that are nothing like Fat Lip. The worst Sum 41 song. Whoa, now there's a take. Yeah, I don't like it. it it's very of its time, and it's just cringy. Into Deep also, was the remiss- better single, anyways. Sure. Also, I would, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention that the guitar solo includes the uh, Through the Fire and Flames lick. I pointed it out because I'm weird like that. You thought you could get away with that. Nay, nay. You didn't expect me to hear it, now did you? <laughs> Nobody ever expects that. Just like the Spanish Inquisition, except everybody told he expected that because... Monty Python's funny, but weird and very nonsensical. That's the joke. <laughs> All right. Now, uh, moving on to the uh, last track here. Hey there, Ollie. So, over the holidays, there was some uh, activity in the camp of the band Bring Me the Horizon. 
perhaps most significantly, the departure of longtime keyboardist Jordan Fish, who had been with the band since uh, 2013's Sempaternal. Meanwhile, uh, we also heard some rumblings about the next part of their uh, post-human release series. Uh, the next installment, subtitled Next Gen, is supposedly coming very soon. Uh, for some context, when I checked Metacritic, uh, their release calendar, because I used that to chart out what the upcoming releases for any given Friday is, they said it was this Friday, supposedly, air quotes, but I couldn't verify that, and in fact, pretty much every other source gave some vague time frame of summer 2024. This is both from Ollie himself, and even the band's online pre-orders for the project. So, uh, we have a new single as well from the band here called... Kool-Aid! I wonder what this is about. Oh, yeah! <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so, yeah, um, given the lineage with the whole post-human project and what we heard from, like, the first installment, it slots into that wavelength in the ways you would expect. We get, like, this steady drum tempo switching between straightforward rhythms and more double-time beats. Of course, the actual instrumentation beyond that is a mix of kind of blaring in-your-face synths and electronic effects with equally effects-heavy guitars. Ollie's vocals tend to swap between, like, that sort of vaguely gruff cleans and all, like, the various sorts of screams, as well as a lot of, like, you know, dramatic choir vocals and group chants, all, you know, fitting with the lyrics of someone who drinks the Kool-Aid and, I don't know, falls victim to someone trying to control you or something like that. I'm pretty sure that's how the metaphor works. And, of course, uh, the rest of the mix being permeated with all kinds of uh, synthetic effects and distortion all throughout. So, ultimately, your mileage is going to vary depending on how much you of that you can handle in your metalcore and all that business. For me, the song's an okay listen. It's one of the better ones from this current area, although uh, I'd be lying if I said it came anywhere near close to dethroning Kingslayer. <laughs> Yeah, well, hey, uh, this band remember how to make songs that aren't total garb. Good for them. And based on past track records, I expect this new EP, whenever it drops, whether it's this week or six months from now, uh, we'll have approximately two and a half good songs on it, just like the first one did. <laughs> anyway... Now that pretty much wraps up the new song discussion, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we have a, a bit of news here to talk about, so stay tuned. And we're back. We got a couple of news topics to uh, talk about here. Both of them kind of, uh, you know, more bum notes to start the year out on. So, uh, Corey Taylor, uh, you know, frontman of Slipknot and Stone Sour, had a, had a solo North American tour uh, scheduled for 2024. You know, uh, promotional efforts for uh, CMF2. However, uh, he immediately... He recently made an announcement on uh, his social media profiles that, unfortunately, he's going to have to cancel the entirety of the tour due to various mental and physical health concerns. Also noting this is all uh, coming up around the uh, 25th anniversary, this being the 25th anniversary year of Slipknot's self-titled album. So whether this interferes with that too remains to be seen. Uh, 
to quote the statement he made, uh, this is pulling from the version on his Instagram, uh, it is with a heavy heart that I must announce the cancellation of my upcoming North American tour. For the past several months, my mental and physical health have been breaking down, and I reached a place that was unhealthy for my family and I. I know this decision will come as a shock to some and may be regarded as unpopular by others, but after taking a hard look at where I am and where I was going, I need to pull myself back and be home with my family for the time being. Those of you who bought tickets and VIP packages for this upcoming run will get a full refund. I send my love to the fans, my band, my family and friends, and everyone who's helped me get here thus far. I promise I'm doing everything I can to be as healthy as I can be. Until then, my apologies to everyone we would have seen on the tour. And hopefully we'll see you again down the line. That is uh, a bit concerning. I mean, it's good that he's pulling back and not forcing himself to tour when he's in a state of mental and physical duress like that, but jeez. Burnout sucks, kids. That's the lesson here. Yes, yep. it does. Like, especially with this on top of uh, all, like, the down bum news that's been going on in the Slipknot camp recently. Not a fun time. No, not one bit. Yeah, so best wishes to Corey Taylor in these times. Hopefully he's able to get everything resolved uh, to an ideal state. You know, whenever that happens, take the time that you need. Now, uh, moving on to the other bit of a uh, bum news. So, uh, just just jumping right into it here. Um, it has been officially announced by uh, drummer Brad Wilk that evidently Rage Against the Machine have once again disbanded. Now, the band had been active, you know, in a touring state for a bit now. Uh, most recently, they had uh, started a reunion tour in 2022, which uh, saw them, you know, performing across North America and Europe. But as we all know, uh, that had come to a halt after frontman Zach De La Roca was performing a show in Chicago, and he had ruptured his Achilles tendon. Uh, he was able to make it through the first leg of the tour, but all the other dates were canceled. And pretty much since then, uh, everyone was pretty quiet. Most we got was like vague posting from Tom Morello. And, uh, well, to be fair to Zach, at one point he had appeared at a Run the Jewel show in 2023. But then, of course, when the band got inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, he missed out that part. So. Yeah, it was just kind of like this whole weird period of like absolutely nothing happening when, you know, people really, really wanted something to happen. And then uh, Brad Wilk had posted this official statement on, uh, I think it's his Instagram page from what it looks like, saying, and I quote, I know a lot of people are waiting for us to announce new tour dates for all the canceled Rage Against the Machine shows. I don't want to string people or myself along any further, so while there has been some communication that this may ha be happening in the future... I want to let you know that Rage Against the Machine, Tim, Zach, Tom, and I will not be touring or playing live again. I'm sorry for those of you who have been waiting for this to happen. I really wish it was. Bottom of my heart, thank you to every person who has ever supported us. So, so it isn't their first video, so it's their first video doing this. Yeah. This is the third time they split up in 2000, again in 2011, and pretty much now, yeah. Oh, Lord. Okay. Um, I don't want to put words in people's mouths, but if you've seen anything from this band over the last couple of years, you'd know there's a bit of bit, bit there's been a bit of a disconnect in presentation, I'll say, between 
Zack De La Roca and Tom Morello. Tom Morello enjoys being out in public doing things, doing radio shows, being at the Rock Hall of Fame. Zack does not. Yeah. I feel like this was all a matter of time kind of situation. Not a, not an if, but a when. Yeah, Tom Morello is definitely the most public face, especially with stuff like that baby metal collab from last year. So yeah, sorry, yeah, go ahead, Mark. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, and that well, well, he has about school material, like you know, his own school material. Well, in some recent years, but yeah, mm-hmm. and for, and for Zach, well, and for well, we well, we ain't heard shit from that. Yeah, yeah, that, um, that yeah, that album that we that oh, God, we said yeah. since the first the first It's episode. been seven years. God, where is it? Soon to be eight. Oh, soon to be eight. We know yeah. it exists. We know it was made. Where the hell is it? <laughs> What you know? You know now that you mentioned the whole thing about Zach being someone who seems like he enjoys, uh, I guess, like retreating into the shadows. What if that's why he hasn't released it? Maybe. Jesus. I think the only the only person who might have heard that album is LP, and he can't do shit with it anyway either. Uh, oh, that's right. No, no, he okay, cannot. I'll ta- okay, yeah, yeah. Also, I'll tell you, we're gonna get an LP song up again. It, fingers crossed. Maybe, hopefully. Also, I'd like to point out uh, in the piece that we're citing from here. Uh, apparently, there's supposed rumors that uh, Zach might be getting to uh, getting back together with an old hardcore band he was in called Inside Out. There's a lot of uh, hints and speculation about a reunion there. Who who even knows? Mm-hmm. Either way, pretty much sucks for anyone who was hoping to see them on tour in the future. Yeah, mm. yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that's something. You know, yeah, that. Now the only thing we have to look forward to is uh, one million Tom Morello guest appearances. Mm. <sighs> and if he ever does an album again, like if he if he does an album again, like what he usually do, um, make sure you have Killer Mike and LP on speed dial or. I don't know, make it not something like the last album, the last solo album you did. Yeah. Anyway, um, that pretty much takes care of the news topics. So uh, now we're going to move on to the last little thing here, which is the new album releases for January 12th, 2024. Again, not much, just a few small things here, but I assume they're of note to people. Uh, First off... Oh, hey, look at that. We're starting off with a new project from Boldy James and Nicholas Craven titled Penalty of Leadership. Ah, nice. Uh, there's a new project from Kid Cudi called Insano. There's a new Caliuchis album, I assume Spanish language, because the title is Orquideas. And while I didn't put this in the document proper, I only, like, just found out a little bit before we started recording. Uh, apparently Bruiser Wolf... Uh, the rapper associated with Danny Brown's Ooh. Bruiser Brigade has got a project coming out this Friday titled "My Story Got Stories." Oh, okay, oh, okay, I'll tell you that. That's the number as well. So you know, not a bad way to start the year. There's, it's some pretty decent high-profile stuff. If that's all your thing. I'm sure it's plenty of people's things. Anyway, 
Uh, now time to clean house and get the hell out of here. So, Alex, where can they find you on the internet? On this show. On the other show I do. And at other places I pop up every now and then. You know you know who I am. You know what I'm about. We've been doing this for seven years. You should know by now. I'm a recluse, too. Yes, yes, they should. Uh, Mark, what about you? That's you. Mental Media on whatever you can find me at. Or just Matthew Hybrid, whatever you can find me at. I don't know. Like I'm, I'm on a bunch of shit. I'm, I'm, and of course, on my site, you know, if you got to run a site, my Hybrid One, which of course, because I'm doing right now, time of the season, which you know, anime, you know, anime season. And the more I think about it, um, I saw this. I, uh, I saw that shit in 2014. This well, about ten years ago. Damn, wow, I saw that shit ten years ago. Hmm. Nice, nice. Need to do something, and and need to do something about that. Something I don't know. Something like Spencer Post did when he did his anniversary shit. But I don't know. We'll figure about that. All right, all right. And uh, as for me, you can find me on Twitter, Blue Sky, Instagram, etc. At Rob Barracuda. You can email me Robert at SurveyResolution for uh, questions, comments, concerns, and inquiries. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on um, you know iTunes, Google Podcasts, as long as that's still a thing. Should probably throw out Spotify there as well. I'm pretty sure it's there. Man, I'm really gonna have to check a lot of things. Why does fucking Google Podcasts have to go away? Fucking hell. <sighs> so, yeah, just search there. Audio-only episodes go up every Wednesday. Uh, be sure to follow us at Surarezo. Uh, like us on Facebook, visit the website, SuraResolution.com, written articles, this podcast, podcast, O&A, all of that good stuff. And be sure to jump into our Discord chat, because that very well may be the best place to be immediately notified whenever new stuff goes up on the site. Jesus Christ, yeah. the internet. Anyway, uh, that'll about do it for this week's episode, and how we're starting off the year. We'll, of course, be back next week with... You know, more news and weekly shenanigans. So, until next time, man, I can't believe Tommy Tallarico didn't even compose for Sonic the Hedgehog. He's running out of things for his mom to be very proud of him for. Does he even have a mom? You know what? I bet Kevin should do hot ones. <laughs> <laughs>